Yo, uh, turn it up on my headphones. Okay, so check this out. Boom. Hey, what's going on, guys? Byron Rogers here, and I'm doing something new. I'm doing something kind of like what I've been doing, but I'm going to make it a little bit different. I want to welcome you formally to the Protector Nation. I want to welcome you formally to uh, a brotherhood, an ancient brotherhood that we're bringing back right now. You know what I mean? Like, if I was going to break it down, I'd say that protectors have existed since the beginning of time, right? No matter what country, no matter what culture, no matter what you're into, no matter where you're from, no matter what history you look at, you're going to find that protectors have literally been existent all over the world since the beginning of time, right? So it's kind of like one of those things to me that's like, well, you know, I see that human beings have a few basic needs. They have the need for food. They have the need for water. They have the need for shelter. But what binds us together? What else do they have a need for? Yeah, I mean, people act like being a protector is like no big deal. It's like no big thing, but like it's a big thing. You know what I mean? Like they act like, you know, it's like it's like it's just just some kind of vocation. And what I've been kind of on a mission to break down, what I've been on a mission to like really like outline and illustrate is just the reality of my life, which is if you really want to be able to protect on a high level, if you really want to be a protector, a legit protector, you know, not just somebody who goes to work on a nine to five and then fights an enemy who's been an enemy his whole life. Yo, do your enemies take like like your enemies are, 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 are you know. The, the people that you have to fight against in this life, the evil people in this life, are they just bad some of the time? You know what I mean, they've been living a life that's in alignment with that value system that they have. We all are. That's the whole entire game. And so to me, I sit here and I'm like, yo, if you're going to try to stand between good and evil, it takes so much more than just a commitment to go to work from 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. It really does take a lifestyle, and that's why Executive Protection Lifestyle uh, is the other podcast I have because Executive Protection Lifestyle is about the lifestyle behind being a protector. But as I look out at our world, you know, I see so many different kind of issues. I see different problems, and I realize that I think we need to make one huge change. I think we need to really, really focus on bringing more accountability to the world. And how do we bring more accountability to the world? Well, you've got your first responders who are awesome. God bless the first responders, I mean, for doing what they do. But then there's another dynamic. There's the reality that the first responders are going to get there after the altercation nine times out of ten. Your first responders are going to show up and... They're gonna pick up the they're gonna pick up the pieces of the game. You know what I'm saying? And that's something that I think a lot of people like 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 good people for a long time have kind of thought to themselves that like a first responder is just gonna happen to happen to be there to protect me when the time comes. And that's just not the case. You know what I mean? That's like that's like hoping that when something that's like I mean, it's literally like you're hoping that the police are gonna be there to step in and rescue you when something's going down. It's like you know. You're playing the lottery there. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I pose the question and I live in the reality of like, yo, if you can't defend what's yours, if you are not able and capable of protecting yourself and your loved ones, you want to talk, you want to call yourself a good person. If you're not capable of protecting those who are depending on you, you got to provide for them. 
that's part of your responsibility as a man, as a parent, as a single mom or whatever. That's part of your responsibility. You got to protect them. You got to you got to provide for them, but you also got to be able to protect them. You got the basic needs of food, water, shelter, all those things. But you got a need that a lot of people, a lot of good people have been overlooking called protection. And so I, I, I see that like to really be able to really contribute on the highest levels that I want to contribute on. I need to be able to really bring the arts of protection, the uh, the, the the mentalities uh, the values, even the curriculum of protection to the civilian market. You know what I mean? Because I know I'm here on this planet for a purpose. And I think that what my contribution to this world could be, I think it's going to be around making good people dangerous. I think it's going to be around adding accountability to this world by making good people more dangerous, demystifying violence, getting people more well acquainted with violence. I want to make good people dangerous. Why do I want to make good people dangerous? How do I want to make good people dangerous? Because good people bring the accountability to this planet. You see, I'm saying like, like evil people when they're unchecked and they can just do whatever they want. uh, It's a problem. You know, we have these shootings that take place in America and the death count is like dozens of people get shot. You have a shooting that takes place in Israel or a violent act that takes place in Israel. Two or three people get get shot and then the problem solved. Boom. Why? Because they have a civilian population that's highly acquainted with violence and good people are also dangerous. And I think that the world can become a better, safer place if the predators, those who hunt us, those who just happen to continually shoot up gun-free zones in America and stack bodies in America because they they literally get to do whatever they want unchecked with no accountability until the police arrive. And then the police might not even go in because they're they're even not very well-acquainted with with violence um, some of the time. I'm sitting here and I'm just looking at a world where evil is being able to go unchecked too often. And when I look at our society and I look at life and I look at the history of humanity, I see that protectors have always been there. Whether you're looking at the ancient Romans, whether you're looking at the Greeks, whether you're looking at the samurais, whether you're looking at the knights, and whether you're looking at, at, at the cowboys and the Indians, every society has their protectors. And so what I want to do with this brand is I want to bring everyone together. I want to unify everyone under the same banner. And I want to make the better the world a better place by making good people dangerous and creating a nation that's inside of every other nation. I want to create a nation of protectors around the world so that when bad things happen, there are just more people on the planet that can stop them, that can stand in between the good people, the sheep, and the evil people on this planet. Evil's not going away. We can't make up enough laws to stop it. Every law that you come up with only polices good people that are willing to let themselves be policed. You know what I mean? Like more gun laws. Wait a minute. I'm sorry. Real quick. Is murder illegal? Is murder illegal? Did it stop the killer from murdering all those people? No, it didn't, did it? Okay, listen, you can make all the laws you want. People, bad people don't follow rules. So you're only you're only limiting, mitigating and controlling the good people who are willing to take into account the rules you want us to abide by. So laws aren't going to fix this problem, but adding people to this world who can stop a violent 
action, a violent uh, situation before it escalates into a complete catastrophe. I think that's a worthwhile contribution and that's literally what I'm here to try and contribute. I want to awaken a fraternal brotherhood. I want to create a brotherhood. You know what I mean? As I, as, I, as I think about the blood that flows through my veins, I know. I haven't done my 23andMe. Like, I don't know exactly what I'm made up of. But I know that in my blood courses, in my veins course the blood of a protector. I don't know whether I was a knight. I don't know whether I was. I probably wasn't a samurai. I don't look Asian. But, you know what I mean? Well, I kind of got some. I got some squinty. I mean, I got some kind of Asian eyes, actually, if you look at me real close. Nonetheless, I don't know what part of my heritage it comes from. But if you really think about it and, and if you look at the way that I am and the way that I act and if you think about, you know, history in all of us, of course, is the blood of protectors. And I want to I awaken that. You know what I mean? I want our ancestors to be proud of us, you know, because it's time that we take our rightful place around the world as good people, but not just as good people, as good, capable people. How good are you if you can't protect yourself and the people you love? How righteous are you? If you can't protect yourself and the people you love, you work hard every day to put money on, put money in the bank and food on the table. What's it all for? If you can't protect the people you love, it can all be taken away in an instant. And unfortunately in our world, people pretend like uh, violence doesn't happen and won't happen to them until it does. And that's why I post so many different things on, you know, my social media platforms, usually mostly on Instagram, of real world violent encounters because I want people to see what violence looks like. I want people to understand that it is real. I want people to understand that it does happen and it can happen, and I want people to 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 just know that like, you know, I I I I I'm a double psychology major and so I understand that the more I show you something, the more comfortable you'll become with it, but the more intellectual reference points I supply you with, the, the more intellectual reference points, or in other words, experiential information you are supplied with, the more software you will have in your mind to help you navigate a situation like that if and when it should arise. And so people don't really realize it when they follow me. But what I'm doing is I'm giving them these small micro traumas, if you will, these small micro experiences with real violence so they can see how it really pans out, so they can see how it really goes down, so they can sculpt a more and more realistic understanding of it in order to more effectively protect themselves, to more effectively recognize pre-thread indicators. See clusters of behavior that denote and mean and are precursors to violence. You know what I mean? They can look at that person who's blading themselves to them and that's standing very rigid and, and, and aggressive and locking eyes with them and they can recognize that this person might be about to punch me in the face instead of like I had a situation at one of my um with one of my clients uh on a campus where, you know, 
I noticed one guy was really angry and he looked like he was about to become physically aggressive and he was legitimately about to punch this other guy in the face. So I walk up and I knew just by my presence it would change the dynamic. So I walk up and, you know, I'm there. And so he knows, okay, like security dudes here, like whatever. Um, But, you know, I stand here and I'm looking at all the dynamics and I see one guy who's like totally relaxed, totally comfortable, totally cool. And, you know, he's the guy who was about to get punched in the face. And I'm like, hey, are you okay? You guys good? You got like, y'all all right? Like y'all need me or what's up? And, um, the good guy looks me dead in my eyes and he's like, nah, we're good, man. We're good. We're cool. We're cool, dude. Don't even worry about it, man. We're good. And I'm like, bro, you don't even realize that this dude who's a prior vet is about to punch you in the face. He's you. You were seconds away from getting knocked out cold and you didn't even recognize it. You had no idea. You're just sitting here thinking you're that we're good. And uh, you had no clue how to recognize the fact that you're about to get hooked up. So um, that was that was kind of one of the things that got me like, man, you know, like good guys just don't, they just don't either think it's going to happen or they don't see it coming. You know what I mean? So that lack of IQ um, is something that I want to change. And that's one of the things that we do with, with you know, that I do do with the, with the um, social media stuff that I put out and the content that I put out. You know, the content on the website is all about this stuff um, and will continue to be, you know. So this brand is about education at its, at its genesis. This brand is about education and this is just the beginning. The podcast is going to be the, the backbone. It's going to be kind of the foundation through which I'm going to use to create this culture of dangerous good people, you know. And if it all goes the way I want it to, you know what I'm saying, me prophesy right quick, you know. If it all goes the way I want it to, when it goes the way I want it to, this brand is going to go from simply a podcast we're going to create, we're going to impact this world. It's going to go from simply a podcast to a legitimate culture. We're going to put a website behind this podcast. Um, I'm going to offer, create digital products with the intention to take a zero to hero, take your average civilian from off the streets and get them to watch and uh, appreciate and, and just get them, take them from being completely defenseless and oblivious to being as dangerous as possible uh, just online through the content that we're going to come up with. Uh, we're going to come up with courses, modules, everything that you can imagine that someone would need to know. We're going to have core competencies. You know, are you willing, but then are you capable And then are you ready? You know what I mean? We're going to come up with core competencies in terms of how to execute violence, uh, how to, how to also execute medical, you know, social dynamics, all of that stuff. Um, 
And we're going to put that online and we're going to make sure that those things are available so people can literally, without having to spend, you know, a whole bunch of money and fly out to a course or do anything like that, they can literally get online, purchase those courses, put themselves through an education that can save their lives and their families' lives. That is the goal. That is what we're doing here. Um, and we'll take them as far as we could take them straight up through online tools and resources. And then... We're also going to roll out live events with prominent protectors in the in the world and in the industry. People that are, you know, hand-to-hand, leaders in hand-to-hand combat, leaders in profiling, leaders in uh, traveling, leaders in uh, weapon manipulation, marksmanship, uh, bladed weapons. We're going to study these individuals. We're going to bring them out. We're going to have live events where these individuals are going to be teaching our tribe of protectors our legion of protectors. Uh, And then I, after that phase, I hope to expand this even further to where we can start chapters of protectors in cities, in states, different countries, to where people that really want to get into being able to protect themselves and their families and their environments can go to a local chapter and you know, fellowship and learn from and become part of something um, and go to live events in that area and have a culture there that is there to foster all these good habits and the abilities that are necessary for protecting, protecting, you know, we're going to have a citizenship. We're also going to have a level that's going to denote an active protector. I don't know what I'm going to call it yet, but there's going to be your basic people, citizens that are part of the brand, you know, but then there's going to be another level that means you're actively capable of protecting. And that is going to, you're going to have to pass a physical fitness test and certain things like that in order to, to be part of that active protector uh, group or legion of protectors, because uh, we don't want to just, put out cool content and have like, you know, people who couldn't really protect anything be the only ones part of the brand. I want everyone to be part of the brand, but I also want to give people an ideal. I want to give people something to aim at that will bring out their potential. You see, I'm saying this isn't a game to me. I want to give people something to aim at that will help them make them bring out the better versions of themselves, help them become better versions of themselves by working towards a specific ideal, at least a baseline of performance that would make them capable of stopping a 7-Eleven armed robbery, you know, make them capable if it was necessary to stop the robbery, you know, and to make them capable of defending themselves and their wife and their kids uh, in, a, in a back alleyway if, you know, they're attacked. How is that not good? You know, I think it's good. I think it's righteous to be able to defend those who are depending on you for quality of life. You know, I think it's good. I think it's noble. I think it's pure to be able to know in your heart of hearts that when you go to a restaurant, the restaurant's safer. When you're in a movie theater, the movie theater's safer. When you're waiting in the doctor's room or at the mail uh, station or at the bus stop, that place is safer because you're there. You've done the work to make yourself good and also dangerous. So, I think that's the aim. 
you know, I think that's the, uh, that's where we're going here with this for now. That's the idea. That's the vision that is the protector nation. people in the world to know what the protector nation is. I want them to recognize the black flag. You know what I mean? When they see our flag, I want them to recognize that. And I want them to know that there are protectors here. You know? I want, you know, someone to get ready to rob a bank and see someone wearing something with the protector with the protector chiro on it. You know, and I want them to be like, maybe we shouldn't rob this bank right now. You know, maybe we should uh, wait until this this guy who's into that stuff is gone. You know what I mean? I want to add another line of protection to the world beyond just the first responders. Bringing more accountability to the world, making the world a better and safer place by making good people dangerous That is what this brand and this podcast is all about. Boom.